0: Welcome back to Bright Naked Hallmark! It's our second week tackling the Christmas offerings of the Hallmark Channel and Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. This is Chingai, and I'm with Patty right now. Hey, Chingay. It's our
1: first <laughs> episode. Yeah, we're the
0: episode. Yeah, that's right. So if you haven't caught up with our Christmas specials, we're going through the 40 movies offered on both channels as a personal challenge. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going through them a little quicker than we normally do with our usual ratings. So We're reviewing these movies according to a special Christmas curve. We're thinking North Pole, no, for the movies that are, you know, Arctic and chilly and we would not (laughs) touch at all. We have Merrily Mediocre, which is probably bulk of the Christmas (laughs) offerings. And then, of course, we've got Warm by the Fire movies, which, you know, we just want to keep close to our hearts through the season
1: how did you find week two overall before we get into it a little teaser for everyone because week one was a banger week one shocked me (laughs) and how good it was week two was more like what
0: i expected but it was still better than last year that i have to say
1: what do you think no for sure uh week two Still, for the hit rate that it had, our batting average for this one was still better than I think the entire 2019 season on aggregate. So, you know what? So far, so good, Hallmark. I guess we should just get into it.
0: Let's get into it. Hallmark Christmas is not complete without a royalty themed (laughs) movie. And they gave us one for week two with One Royal Holiday starring one of our faves, Laura Osnis and Aaron Tivet. Is that how you say his name? Is it Aaron Divide? Tivet? No. Tivet. Tivet? 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 Okay. okay. Well, anyway, starring two Broadway greats, One Royal Holiday has. Anna, who offers a stranded mother and son shelter in a blizzard. She learns that they are the royal family of Galwick. Anna shows the prince how they do Christmas in her hometown, encouraging him to open his heart and be true to himself. Anna.
1: James. James. May I present the queen and crown prince of (laughs) gold? The queen. He's
0: gorgeous. I see, you have this whole Captain Von Trapp thing going on here. I don't technically know how to walk. Follow What can we say <laughs> about Prince movies <laughs> that hasn't been said before? I mean, this is really, I think, you know, Hallmark's bread and butter. They got so famous for it that Netflix, you know, started doing the Prince Princess theme. I. I had my reservations going into this movie just because I don't really like the princess movies, but I do like Laura Osnes, so I was willing to give it a try. <laughs> and the first half of the movie, I was like, okay, this is this is kind of like you know your typical prince princess movie it was a little too wholesome for me she just seemed so happy all the time and the crown accents <laughs> were, were kind of not doing it for me what can I say I mean also this is like incredulous I mean o- obviously like what would a prince and his mother, the queen, be doing you know, in this small town without a security detail right? I mean, they have a they, they have an executive assistant but like, where where are the people? They sent them
1: home they were on the plane out Okay, I obviously wasn't
0: paying attention, but this is just impossible. Anyway, they're in the U.S. for a fundraiser at a hospital in Boston because the king who had recently passed was attended to at hospital and got really good treatment, so they did a fundraiser. Anyway, she wants some tea, so they stop at this donut shop, and that's where the meet cute happens. And Laura Osney's, like, adorable. She's, like, overflowing with Christmas spirit, and if it weren't for her, I would be, like, slightly irritated already because like this is just too much i can't i I can't take it anyway they get stranded as one does (laughs) you know in in the east coast so she offers to put them up in her father's inn so i thought they were gonna go undercover the whole way through but thank god they revealed right away that they were the royal family so you know it wasn't gonna be that wasn't gonna be what the movie was about it was more of them adjusting to this like normal quote-unquote normal environment and like him being such a grump starting to you know open up and heart being melted and of course there's like a twist in the end about how she's the nurse who took care of the dad all all these other things oh my gosh it's a lot it's Uh a lot yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of Christmas stuff. It is a
1: lot. They definitely brought on all the seasonal tropes, but I think what I wanted to, I mean, if not for the skillful handling of Aaron DeVite and Laura Osnis, this movie would have been a shit show, <laughs> let me just say. But, Absolutely. but thank God it was them, because honestly, the character of Prince James is the most awkward human being ever. Aaron DeVite somehow brings some humanity to it, because yes, royalty is a bit out of touch but he seemed like a total alien and still he brought like charming grinch vibes which is a totally a must in any hallmark holiday movie so from the christmas ball to like a snow-covered inn it subverted the usual royalty tropes of an evil queen she was actually like the sweetest queen ever so despite having the usual royalty thing going on it definitely had like strange things <laughs> happening with it as well and all saved by the charm of Aaron and laura
0: the the right cast can really save a hallmark movie <laughs> I, I should say and you did mention the christmas ball so may i just inform everyone that the original theme was christmas eve pajama ball which is the tradition <laughs> And because the prince was there, he suggested, well, why why don't we make it a formal thing? (laughs) I loved how much of a gentleman he was. So yeah, he was like awkward prince, but it really surprised me, like him guiding her by her elbow. And... All these like very, you know, courtly (laughs) courtly mannerisms really uh, made me sit up and pay attention to the second half of the movie where they start opening up to each other, having those authentic conversations and all of that. He was such a gentleman and I want to point out that, of course, they have a dance, right? Of course, he teaches her how to waltz. And they they danced to one of my favorite Christmas songs, which is a lesser known, uh, the, the She and Him Christmas Waltz. I love that song so
1: that that made me like stop what I was doing and just watch the scene so that was really sweet I mean if you love authentic conversations I second the motion I love a dance I love a ball and though their height differential is not a lot the eye contact they had was superb and of course I think Laura tweeted that they choreographed it themselves because you know Broadway there were a lot of mistletoe moments for me from adjusting his recliner because of course he's never been on a freaking yeah. recliner to making midnight snacks in their pajamas very reminiscent of Snowden Christmas to the very Very sneaky hand-holding while they're in a crowd. These Broadway stars super-duper know how to bring on the charm, and I kind of want them in more things together. They are delightful. Apart from Ernst White's horrific accent, it's forgiven because, damn, they know how to make
0: me. That's how they talk in (laughs) Dalwitt. That's how they... Don't make fun. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm so insensitive
1: to the people of Galwick. I'm sorry, Your Highness.
0: I love how they brought their Broadway skills to the small screen. And I have to say, so my nitpick for this movie isn't his awkwardness. It's the side character, the mayor, (laughs) the best friend. (laughs) Okay, my beef with the best friend here, who's not even a main character. I mean, she she's basically there so that Laura Osnis has someone to talk to about her growing feelings, right? I just hated how, like, okay, so the mayor can sing, right? They're singing Christmas carols while decorating the tree and then the mayor just belts out this Christmas song and she's, like, trying to steal the show. I'm like, girl, you're not the star. And then <laughs> she, she, of course, has this, she has this side story with, uh, like, the assistant bodyguard slash whatever guy. And I felt they gave too much... He was cute. He was. But like they they just put, I felt like they put too much attention on that and and just focus on the main stuff. And yeah, stop the overperforming. This just, her overperforming reminded me of Kelly Pickler. (laughs) And at least Kelly Pickler was the star of that movie. (laughs) (laughs) That is all. Overall, what are
1: your thoughts? Merrily mediocre. I would say Merrily Mediocre just because they salvaged it with the cast. And by that, I mean Aaron and Laura. Yeah. I really wanted to give them a warm by the fire because I was sneakily charmed. I'll be real. It's, it's quite laughable by the accents alone. But in, the really del- in their skillful Broadway hands, they, they brought it home for me. So I think we definitely need them in more movies. Maybe not one with royalty. Yeah. they rather normal people. Let's do that, Hallmark. All right, from the first movie of the Hallmark Channel's Countdown to Christmas to their second offering, we move on to On the Twelfth Date of Christmas. This stars Tyler Hines and Mallory Jensen, two seemingly incompatible game designers, team up to create a romantic citywide scavenger hunt themed for the 12 days of Christmas.
0: To create the perfect Christmas scavenger hunt...
1: I thought the app could have a fun Christmas treat design. I work
0: better alone. I work better when I collaborate. These two will need to get a clue, 12 of them.
1: The perfect experience for couples. We have to show that.
0: You're a genius.
1: This has been such a great week.
0: It's perfect. So, <laughs> On the I would call the
1: 12th date of Christmas a... This is my double holiday in plot terms for this season. Why? A double holiday had competing co-workers. Check. They had them set up in a big city. Check. Both eager for a promotion. Check. And what do we find? We find them obviously falling for each other and getting to know each other and realizing and pushing each other on wanting what was best for each other. Am I angry they totally ripped off last year's plotline? Hell no. I love Double (laughs) Holiday. And this year, it's double the fun because it was slam dunk for me. I've been working from home for like nine months now. I haven't seen a single co-workers. Seeing an office on screen was just like, oh yeah, people. Not that I like people, but it was just nice. A nice reminder of like, you know, this fictional world where people work without masks in an office. And you know what? There's romance. There's tension. She's an app developer. This is them getting the modern game up for all the traditionalists of Hallmark movies I love it when they do an office setting I love it when they bring it to the city because obviously they never ever do that it's always a love letter to small towns not knocking on small towns but create diversity there's so many cities and so many working girls out there represented by Mallory Jansen's character who spoke for everyone when she said oh I just want to show my family why I'm in the big city yes because there's so much to love about Chicago and big cities and for that alone damn girl Good job, Hallmark. This is the movie for the big city. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Hallmark, tick all my boxes with this movie all
0: yeah we're cooped up right i mean we can't travel but through this movie because while creating that app where they have to visit all of chicago's neighborhoods and locales we're traveling with them in a big city and chicago's delightful during christmas i'm glad i can experience it without actually being in the cold (laughs) and i love how modern this is. I love the tech angle. I really like how they're competing, but the the movie isn't about the competition for for the promotion. It's more of them collaborating together, which is one of the, the tropes that I really, really love i love that it's set in a hotel as well so we get all the baking and the caroling and all of that but then we get it spruced up in a really nice grand hotel
1: all those mistletoe moments because this movie essentially just set up a bunch of dates for them it's a recall on the 12th date of christmas and then you can pepper in all the romantic things you can do together and of course they have to test everything because they're pitching to a client but they all had these excuses to go on dates and it was just obviously great from the ice skating to getting coffee to just being around each other and getting to know each other so many authentic conversations TM like he didn't have to tell her that he wanted to get that promotion as well but he did I love that transparency I love that when he didn't get the promotion he got another promotion obviously spoiler and she got it he was forcing his boss to like hey let's tell her now let's tell her now because he knew how much how crushed she would be so I loved all these little things that they had wherein yes we're co-workers yes we're competing but I care for you so much that I've kind of like given up and it's okay if you get it like the the, the double holiday route, which is perfect you can never have too much of this because we don't have enough of it and like the nod (laughs) my favorite part was when they were decorating the Christmas tree in her own house when she invited him and then her roommate was there and then she gives the nod to the roommate so that the roommate would get the fuck out so they could spend time together. Yes, girl, go get that man. Get alone time with him. I approve. I love how this movie doesn't
0: take itself seriously because Tyler Hines, he is a revelation (laughs) to me. You know, yeah, I kind of bypass him. I mean, I've seen a couple of his movies but like, I don't remember any of them basically. But this one really stuck because he, he plays a grump but at the same time he's funny he has a sense of humor so I I like how yeah exactly because she she loves Christmas so much (laughs) not in a sweet sickening sweet way but she just decorate over decorates everything and I love that part where they have a meeting with a client at the hotel and then there's like this gigantic lantern filled with Christmas (laughs) balls and he said and I wrote this down hey I found the one thing that you don't have and he pointed it to the he pointed the decoration to her and it was just he's hilarious and I love how she he introduces her to his niece when they go ice skating and she wins the niece over and he's just he, he comments that hey i'm not i'm not the funkle anymore the fun uncle because like she totally stole the kid's heart and you know i like that It it feels very modern it feels very contemporary and i like that at the end of course he gives her like a last challenge for the scavenger hunt and she goes up to the rooftop and he just says it straight out i like you a lot and that's all he has to say. You know that's all that's that's all we need really. <laughs> so, thank you Tyler
1: Hines. Exactly. And she didn't just say thank you, you know. She <laughs> she liked him back. <laughs> <laughs> Overall, this was shockingly good. Just like you, I didn't realize Tyler Hines had it in him. Sorry, I'm not trying to underestimate him at all, but clearly I have, and I apologize for that. Mallory Jansen also needs to be in everything. I know she has a British accent in real life, or at least not an American accent. So you know what? Here's my pitch, Hallmark. Yes, make another royal movie. Make it The Princess. I know we did one before Winter Princess with that girl and with um, our favorite, Chris (laughs) McNally. But I don't consider that. Make another one. It's always a prince. Make another princess movie. I propose Mallory Jansen. I will go and watch that. All in all, Warm by the Fire, yes, on all accounts. This is a movie that you need to watch. And if you haven't yet, go pause this and watch it now. Come back for the second half where we (laughs) will discuss the miracles of Christmas offerings from Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. See you then.
0: Back now talking about Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. First movie for this week, Cranberry Christmas, starring Nikki Deloach and Ben Ayers. A separated couple feign marital bliss on national television to help their town's Christmas festival and their business. But what will the future hold for them when rekindled love is complicated by new opportunities? So you
1: co-founded and run your lifestyle brand. <laughs> I'm Mary Lane. With your husband, Gabe. So why isn't he here today? I want this Cranberry Lane, and she wants that one.
0: But you also want each other.
1: Just a couple days of us being... Mr. and Mrs. Cranberry Lane.
0: Maybe this is Destiny's way of pushing you two back together. Where did you hang that mistletoe I gave you? You gotta find it. I had such high hopes for Grand Merry Christmas because it stars Nikki Deloach. And I had just seen Nikki Deloach in Sweet Autumn, which was Sweet just like, autumn. yeah, two weeks ago. And so I I was like, yeah, this this has to be good. But I had my reservations because it is about a married couple. And I'm not usually, even with books, like I I just, when I find out that the main character's married, I'm like, nah, maybe <laughs> not. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm watching Hallmark you know, to pepper my fantasy life with fun. And I don't want to be watching about people separating. But anyway, this movie was a little blah <laughs> for me. Uh, essentially, she own, they, they own an empire, and he likes to take care of the farm, she likes to take care of the business, and then suddenly this Oprah Winfrey type comes and wants to feature them on their show and says, okay, um, we're, I'm gonna send my crew. And then, But they're separated, so they have to pretend they're together, and it's all of that. I can imagine that if you're in that position and you're hoping to get back together <laughs> with your ex or with your husband who you're separated from, you could probably really get into it. I could not. I I could not at all. I could not at all. That's all I have to say. (laughs) I mean, I like... You know what I liked about this movie? I like the color palette. Okay, what did you like? The color palette. Yes. They had a really rich, like... I love berry colors. So they had burgundies and grays. And that's the only thing I watched. And then then like maybe like 30 minutes in, I was just on Twitter.
1: (laughs) And then all the movie's done. (laughs) I guess this is what we call the first manicure movie of the season. Mm -hmm. Where you can literally do a manicure while watching this or not watching this movie. So I've tasked myself with trying to get on a bicycle while watching the movies. Just so that, you know, I don't sit on the couch for like eight hours in a week. So i kind of ch- i'm trying to challenge myself to ride a bike while i watch and this tired me out <laughs> not because i was on the bike <laughs> but because the movie was tiring <laughs> i was like ugh. Oh. because i rode the bike for all two hours of one royal holiday and i did it for 12 days of christmas but for cranberry christmas i gave up i was like no nah, i can't do this i gave up on the bike fyi so i was just like so i sat down and the- i got sad because it's nikki fucking deloach this is like <laughs> grand empress Of Hallmark movies. And she deserved better. Justice for Nikki. You know what's bad when we start talking about wardrobe? She looked great. She looked fantastic in her burgundy sweaters. And her like nice turtlenecks. And Benjamin Mm -hmm. Ayers, it wasn't even him. Because he was cute in like Blue Mountain Christmas with Rachel Leigh Cook. So it wasn't that I feel bad for this movie because unlike you, I appreciate married couple or you know, together couple movies already because I always want to see how writers will try to make it exciting. And so far, well, they clearly failed in this one but they didn't last time last or two Christmases ago Nikki Deloach also starred in a relationship already in a relationship movie called Reunited at Christmas with Mike Fayola. and I loved that movie that movie they weren't married but they were about to get engaged and they were having troubles with the family but they were both busy and working and it was during the holidays so you know what you can put some life into a already stable relationship kind of thing obviously never as exciting as like the first movie where you're trying to get together but I really want to challenge the writers to show that yeah relationships do have problems but this one was fucking depressing that was my it, issue with this movie it felt so sad
0: you know it was even sadder so they tried to like bring more dimension into the movie by giving oprah winfrey like pamela franks is that her name yeah. they, they, they were giving oprah yeah. winfrey like uh, another angle like okay so she finds <sighs> out that the they the couple's having problems and oh no she's starting yeah. to think about her own life maybe maybe she needs to go back to her family and Jersey and spend more time with them because she's like this big media person it's so depressing because
1: I don't need to hear that (laughs) you know what's crazy the next movie we're gonna talk about includes death and like (laughs) foster kids and yet I was sadder with freaking like cranberry Christmas I, I felt like they went too schmaltzy on this the first half of the movie or like the first quarter of the movie was really draggy where then they were sad sad were separating blah 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 and then the second half is when they finally be like oh but I want to be with you let's make this work but still sad like too late you kind of lost me already i've already done my pedicure i've already filed my nails i'm now you know scrolling on twitter like you were and just getting anxious so no i'm so sorry i think this is our first yeah it's our our first north pole no the the last thing we need right now is a downer
0: (laughs) and this was a downer (laughs) through and through skip it skip it everyone do yourselves a favor if twitter is better than this movie
1: then that's saying something In this year, in this climate, yes, definitely. So sorry, Nikki, it's a North Pole no from us. Mm -hmm. Which leads us to the second movie from Miracles of Christmas of Hallmark Movies and Mysteries, Holly and Ivy. Another surprising plot. So this stars Marisol Nichols of Riverdale fame, so Veronica Lodge's mom. She's kind of the lead, I guess, in a way. Janelle Parrish and Jeremy Jordan as, of course, the couple. So this very short uh, description says it all. A contractor helps a woman renovate a house so she can adopt a sick neighbor's two children. How, How deceptively simple. That's the one. That's your tree. Your girls are fantastic. Yeah, they're pretty amazing. You okay? I got my test results, finally.
0: I don't know what's gonna happen to my kids. I would take them.
1: Are you sure that this is the right thing for you? I adore those girls. As you all know, if you have not listened to a single episode prior to this, I will say it again. I am never a fan of children. (laughs) (laughs) In a Christmas movie, they're not my thing. So having this movie be named after two kids named Holly and Ivy, who have to say they were adorable, I'll give it to them. I'm not going to hate on them too much. It's not them, it's me, you know? I'm also not a fan of dying parents, obviously. No one is a fan of dying characters in a fucking Christmas movie. But you know what? Hallmark went there, and I respect them for that. So, this was a one two punch for me. Still, new plot foster kid trying to make it in the world and, you know, make over a house, because why not throw that in there? Sure, let's give it a shot. And surprise, surprise, I enjoyed it more than Crafted Christmas. <laughs> uh, Death over
0: divorce. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what? That's true. I feel like this movie was absolutely made for me. <laughs> Uh, I have to I have to qualify this I mean everything about this movie spoke to me it felt like a movie that I watched I would watch when I was a kid and they like, take into adulthood. And if I had kids, I'd force them to watch this too. I don't normally like kids in movies. And in fact, last week, I said that maybe they could try making a Christmas movie without any children. And this <laughs> this movie was all about the kids, but they were, they were great. I don't like dogs. There was a puppy in this movie. And yet, I did not complain. What I love about this movie. Jeremy Jordan plays a builder, contractor, furniture maker. Which i just love okay (laughs) give me someone who can work those tools and i will Mm. i will be very happy next is uh, janelle Parrish. got a master's in library science and i've never told anyone about this but i have researched (laughs) degrees in library science because like it's something like I really find fascinating and I would love to get into so when she mentioned that I'm like oh my god it's like my dream career and then she works in the library she wants to start like a bookmobile called the book elf she has like this thing with the elves Elves on a shelf little figurines that were creepy in the beginning but at the end I just loved it it's so kitschy so she buys this house and I love the house I love how run down it is and I love that it's a project that she wants to work on herself I love the the peeling wallpaper and I like that Jeremy Jordan just comes in and helps her renovate it that's the part I love obviously I do not like That someone's dying right (laughs) hallmark movies and mysteries just went there i mean they they are known to be the more serious of the two channels so okay good for them they went there
1: i respect them for it i have to say and like you i love jeremy jordan i am so happy he has joined the hallmark family Do I want to see him in everything? Yes. I want to see him in that cable knit sweater and his awe-shock vibe and his eagerness to please because I would warm myself by the fire with him. He liked Janelle Parrish from the moment he saw her and he let her know. He invited her out. He said, I'm trying to get to know you, aren't I? Yes to the clarity. Yes to straightforwardness. Yes, they had a bit of a tiff-tiff here and there, but it is a Hallmark movie. You've got to have some, you know, plot line to get through. So yes to Jeremy Jordan all the time. Yeah, there was a death. But they handled it quite well. So again, like fuck. I can't believe I'm liking a movie with death and children more than a you know a couple on the way to separating. So holy shit, Hallmark, you surprised me.
0: Maybe the only thing that I can point out that's positive about Cranberry Christmas with the color palette, but this wardrobe department, 10 out of 10. I love the lavenders, the burgundies, the mustards, the tans. Jeremy Jordan looks perfect in all his winter layers. And I just thought, (laughs) thank God he didn't sing, but also he could have sung. He could have sung. He could have. I mean... it would have been going too far if they made this a musical so yeah good Good thing they didn't you mentioned their tiff I like how when he he was kind of freaking out when he found out about all these problems and I like how Janelle Parrish was like she didn't back down like she she really like gave it to him when he started to act like a jerk and I like that she's, she knew how to stand up for herself. I love how awkward he was trying to get her number like on the first time they saw each other. I love how he surprised her at home on the December 24th with a crew to help her finish the house. I really like this movie. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't focus on the love story which is fine and I feel like um, it, it actually made me feel good about myself because like okay so I'm multi-dimensional in that I'm not just out after the love story, I actually can appreciate something a little more well-rounded. Yeah,
1: I was surprised by how much I enjoyed the friendship between Marisol Nichols' character, the mom of Holly and Ivy, and Chanel Parrish's character. It felt very, like, big sister, little sister, but also the reverse, because they were kind of taking care of each other. I love a female friendship, and it passed the bestial test in that sense, and that's so rare in a Hallmark movie. They definitely put a token best friend, but it's always just to goad the girl on her love life. And so kudos to Hallmark for going there with this movie, albeit in a depressing manner. This season... Has proven that diversity works so well. It feels so much more real, and and you feel so much more representation. I were Asian, obviously, and next week, holy shit, we get our first Asian lead I'm in the Christmas bow, and I'm very excited for it. I hope I don't hype it too much for myself, but it works. It really works. And Holly and Ivy also proves that you can have a love story on par with another story of like family and friendship if they are both of equal magnitude it wasn't half-assed it wasn't tokenized it wasn't for the sake of let's put some friendship here it was actually like and that's why Marisol Nichols is billed as a lead character here because she was a lead alongside her kids and yeah for all my hate of children the chemistry was good the friendship was good again i'm not a fan of the dying no one is but i really appreciated it so kudos to hallmark movies and mysteries for being that girl that did that thing because it's risky it's risky and same as cranberry christmas where they tried to do a risk with the couple separating and they didn't quite pull it off holly and ivy did it and they did it quite well warm by the fire for me good job hallmark movies and mysteries one for two this weekend we can't have all winners but overall, Shanghai, what would be our recommendation for this week if it wasn't obvious to everyone yet? It's gotta be the 12th date of Christmas. <laughs> Who doesn't
0: want to go on 12 I dates this Christmas?
1: <laughs> I, I, I certainly wouldn't mind. I mean, we'd be masked up, but or, let's all get tested and, and go on dates using this app that somehow doesn't exist, but I'm all for it. What a, what a treat. That movie was a surprise attack and... I'm all for being surprised this season. So Hallmark come at us, surprise us and hopefully next week's movies just give us give us that 12th date surprise ninja magic because we definitely need it. So Chen guy, any last thoughts on any of these movies because you know, weekend do was not bad. Could have been better with Cranberry Christmas, but you know, can't have it all perfect.
0: The cranberry Christmas, by the way, I can't believe I forgot to mention this because I wrote it down. The Anne tries to be sweet because he, like, gives her a proposal again, like, will you be married to me again? And he presents this engagement ring because he never gave her one, and he designed the ring to look like a cranberry. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the most awful looking thing I have ever This is like the icing
1: on the cranberry cake. <laughs> the coup de gras for Cranberry Christmas. Is oh, that man, you know, I don't wanna hate on it too much, but it's it's calling for it. It's asking for it. Yeah.
0: Sorry, I just had to say that. I feel better now.
1: I'm glad you got it out. And, and if you guys have any strong feelings on any of the four movies we just watched, and I hope you watched along with us, please do tweet at us. At make it hallmark on twitter and we've just recently kind of gotten active on instagram so follow us there too at but make it hallmark on instagram and if you haven't smashed that subscribe button yet please do uh, we're available on all the podcast platforms spotify our apple podcast google podcasts name it we're probably there and we'd love to hear your thoughts so do let us know how you enjoyed or hated or you know are confused about why you suddenly <laughs> like children and uh Dying parents. (laughs) (laughs) See you guys next week and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas!